Hi, and welcome to the August Forum. I'm your host, Andrew, and welcome to the first rendition of Shop Talk. In these conversations, I bring people in the space of the shop to share their anecdotes and opinions within the fashion industry. The August Forum, as an extension of the shop itself, allows you to have the ability to listen to those in the space. So whether you're trying to learn more about the fashion industry or just curious about the ins and outs, we hope these conversations allow you to have more insight into this ever-growing industry. In this episode, I have the privilege of co-hosting this talk with Joel Burquist, manager of August, whose work has allowed him to connect the shop with Nura to design shop exclusives, and Isaac Westberg, creative and photographer at August, whose work has brought him to New York Fashion Week in collaboration with designers in the industry. Both their works fostered at the shop has allowed them to reach new heights within the industry and new opportunities beyond. During my conversation with Joel and Isaac, we touch on their journeys as they become figures within the industry and explore their perspectives into the fashion space. Additionally, we discuss trends and cycles in the current industry and how overconsumption has affected the way we view fashion. Our enthralling exchange with Isaac and Joel was truly compelling and enlightening, and we are confident that you, too, will find it equally engaging. This is the August Forum. All right, I got Isaac Westberg and Joel Berquist. How are we doing? Doing well, man. Yeah. How are you? Doing pretty good. Isaac, this is your second time on here, but Joel, this is your first time. First timer. First timer. Excited, an August Excited to be here with the homies. Before we get going, do you guys want to kind of introduce yourselves and kind of like what you do at the shop just so people know who you guys are a little bit? All right. My name is Joel. I'm the manager at August. Handle all the day-to-day type things, stuff like that. That's how I know these two beautiful humans right here. <laughs> you know, quickly grew from just a work relationship to some of my best friends. So grateful to be able to have that as a job. So damn, that was beautiful. Thanks he's a, he's being too humble about it. Yeah, bro. You don't act like that in real life. Stop playing. Dude, you you are like the backbone of the shop. I'm a, you do I'm it a all. gentleman. You do it all, bro. You do more oh, with than the help this. from you guys. Oh, come on. Stop it. Stop it. All right. <laughs> Isaac, Isaac, we already did an interview with you, but do you want to quickly recap who you are? Yeah. Hey guys, it's Isaac. I do photos for the shop, for the website, Instagram, all that. Lately, I've gotten into helping with some of the graphic design and a little bit of creative direction here and there, but primarily photos. You guys have been working there probably same amount of time or who came in first? Isaac started a little bit prior to when I did, I believe. He was still kind of like getting in there, but yeah, he probably, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you came on like a few months before me, Isaac. I think it was two years ago now. It was May 2021. Yeah, I'm I'm like probably a little over a year and a half. (laughs) Okay. Well, this is Shop Talk. We're just going to talk about some of what we're seeing in the fashion industry right now and kind of not our expertise, but something that we're all very interested in seeing and kind of forecasting in what the fashion industry is taking right now. But with that being said, we're slowly getting into now summer. First things first, like what are we wearing for the summer this year? What you got? Go ahead, Joel. Um, I know you got something. I would say, obviously, you guys know. You know, I'm always been a big fan of the faded black vintage tee. But I would say, obviously, that's that's still mm. gonna still gonna be in the mix. But I feel like last year, you know, towards the end of the warm weather, I was kind of getting over it. Just same thing, different variations. So I would say this summer, I'm trying to you know step out a little bit. You know, wear more like. I wouldn't say like business casual, but you know, like more button down shirts, stuff like that, mm-hmm. like a little variation or maybe things that I necessarily wouldn't usually wear, you know, just try something new, I guess. 
Mm. You'd love to hear it. Can't go Just wrong with the old, old black shirt. I've been wearing one. I got one the other day that fits me really well, and I... It's just got like gross stains on the front, so I just flipped it inside out, but it fits me perfectly. And you got to do what you got to do. Is that what you're wearing? That one shirt? I've been wearing that. I've been wearing any old, like right now, I'm wearing this, I believe, 80s champion Harvard tennis tee. I just like the old ones because they're really thin and breathable. And this one actually is, uh, was chewed up a bit by bonds. So extra breathable. <laughs> well, for um, you guys both, I mean, you're like Isaac, you're really into like the 80s cuts, older, like more of the thinner shirts. But then Joel, you're also into like more vintage tees. But you guys are kind of in that realm, but like different ways and different paths. Yeah, I, I know the listeners right now, they don't have a video feed. But if you could see Isaac, he literally looks like he's in like the bedroom and could be in like an 80s movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am in my bedroom. Hey, all right. I appreciate it. Your mustache looks good. Oh, thanks. The old <laughs> caterpillar. You guys been, uh, I know they're kind of trendy right now, but you guys been rocking with jorts? Yeah. I can't, I can't do the jean shorts. I think it's, I get it. It looks cool. It's just like, I appreciate it. It's just not for me. I feel like right. the jean short, just my build, it just makes me look like short and stumpy. So that's not right. something I'll be partaking in. <laughs> I have a few pairs. I get some of the older levi's that like they're not like cut up so like a lot of people i know that wear jorts just cut their pants and just make them into jorts i'm someone that kind of tries to find just like a nice pair but i mean man it's hard to rock them sometimes because you're right joel they they make me look short and stumpy yeah yeah i feel like it's all about the proportion right we can't all be tall and dreamy like isaac over here (laughs) it's hard work but somebody's got to do it chill 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 isaac Uh, comes with you guys could Jinko huh? Jinko shorts right now. The Jinko shorts. Yeah, I've been wearing a, a lot of the the longer jean shorts. Had them on today with this tee actually. But I've been a fan of shorts for a minute. I've always liked it. Like I started wearing them in high school. I think kind of as like a joke, but I th- also liked it. Right. Do you guys think that? I mean, we all know Stussy at the end of the day, but they're really kind of coming back with this baggier fit in shorts and just kind of like most of their clothing in general. Is that like? Something you guys are seeing where in the summer, even everyone's wearing big pants, but now are they going to start wearing like big shorts? I think so. And to it has to do with, you know, I noticed like a lot of the skate brands do it, obviously. And we all know like skateboard fashion has kind of influenced everything to do with streetwear. Right. So I would say yes. Again, like I said, I feel like it's all about like proportions, whether it's like you can pull it off and it's like a clean outfit or you just it kind of looks like people don't know if you're like kidding or if it's they should just comment on your shorts like it's a joke but no i think it's a good look you know whenever a trend kind of changes up and people start doing something new i'm always here for it yeah isaac what do you think yeah i think joel actually like was spot on that's exactly what i was thinking definitely we've all ripped from skater culture but it is what it is it'll it'll fade out eventually and then the, the people who who really like it will continue to do it and the people who started it will also you know they'll keep going so right i feel and like too, it, it kind of feeds into like just looking looking confident and like comfortable in what you're wearing and you know with skateboarding being a sport you know it's like the only sport where streetwear is your uniform right because i mean we saw para make the u.s olympic jerseys for what olympics in tokyo in like 2021 that's a streetwear brand going in and sponsoring a whole like olympic sport and that's just skateboarding in general you know 
but you guys make a good point in terms of trends like i've been lucky enough to like have these conversations about what's going on in trends and i think it was jordan thomas who said it really well he was talking about how trends are going into where everyone's gonna have like a uniform people are gonna stop trying to like really follow every micro trend and kind of just start like looking the same every day do you guys find yourselves a little bit having your your own uniforms yeah i mean i guess before like I even realized that it was kind of a thing. I just realized that it's like easier and I kind of gravitate more towards blanks and just like the cut and like the quality of things to where that's where I feel like the price point is justified because I don't want like something loud or like something very colorful where, yeah, it's cool, but you can't wear it like very often without being like, oh, dude's got on the bright pink crew neck again, you know? So it's like... right. Where a lot of people might feel like, you know, like Lady White, for example, those T-shirts, $90 for like a blank T-shirt. But like I see it as what it is, you know, like a black T-shirt is like a staple in a wardrobe that you can get a lot of use out of as opposed to like a graphic tee. Right. Reach. Reach. What do you think, yeah. Isaac? No, I love a good, simple uniform. Just like, especially like in the morning when maybe, you know, you have a lot to do and you don't want to think about anything more and you feel comfortable and confident, throw it on get everything out of the way and then like it's not like you can't change your outfit numerous right. times throughout the day maybe something else comes up you got to go to dinner it's not like you have to wear that that uniform put on something a little... right right yeah i think it's a go-to is always nice stress reliever for sure right some of the lucky things we get at the shop is like we see so many different forms of consumers coming in with so many different interests and tastes what are some of like the trends that you guys have seen come in in the past like few months especially at the shop and like, what do you think of those trends in general? Oh, Andrew, you never touched on what are you wearing for summer? Oh, I guess I have to do true. that before we get into that. So what I'm wearing today and what I haven't been able to stop wearing is this Para button down from the shop. I think it's like I'm with you on this, Joel. It's not like business casual, but it's just I'm trying to get away from simple shirts and shorts mm-hmm. and like kind of have like a different cut. Young and professional. With it. A little right. chambray action on them. Yeah, exactly. Of course, I'm wearing some of Joel's hats as well. I think Mm. it's just easy to wear like something I know I like. And I found that this and just like different cuts of shirts in general are so easy to wear than like a t-shirt. Because I feel like at the end of the day, when I wear like a t-shirt and shorts, I feel like, damn, like what am I really doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, when you wear like a collared shirt or like something that's like a little bit outside of like the norm for like the average person walking around you know it's like definitely like a conversation starter to where you get like more compliments you know where people right oh you know who doesn't like that right and i feel like when in terms of the shop in general i feel like a lot more people are just coming in and just picking up i mean people will pick up graphic tees any day of the week but i feel like more and more people are coming to look for unique cuts and unique things that like are very not one of one but just unique to the brand itself you know? Yeah, exactly. Something that not every brand is doing, you know. Obviously, I know I can speak for us at least, but it's like I know none of us need any more t-shirts. Not at all. Nope. Not at all. Back to trends in general. I mean, what is it that you guys have seen that have come in and like what have you liked and what have you not liked? What's been overdone in the past like few months, honestly? I mean, I feel like it's nice to see things kind of sway from wearing something different constantly and always having like the newest freshest most on-trend thing to having stuff that is like more sustainable and stuff that is like wearable or you know just the fit is like suited or you know shows a little bit of wear like has a little bit of 
life too. And because, you know, at the end of the day, if you really enjoy something, you're going to get use out of it. You know, I don't, right. if I really like a sneaker, or if I really like a shirt, I'm going to constantly wear it. Like, what good does it do in the closet? That's Isaac with his Jinko shorts. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's you're, a you're right. big pockets for all the photo equipment. It's for Polaroids, bro. Mm-hmm. Have you been shooting Polaroids again recently? I think I used to shoot Polaroids like a ton during my first like year and a half of shooting for August. But then I don't know, they you get, you know, you get a little sick of it, you gotta switch up. But right. lately I've been trying to switch mediums a lot, whether it's mm-hmm. film or digital. Like I've been shooting only digital for the past eight months. I haven't shot any film and recently I just got like the biggest itch to start developing and scanning myself. So I'm gonna start doing that as well. But I feel Polaroids like there's just something like their way back in. There's something a little bit more special about just having one shot to get the shot rather than being able to, you know, take 20 pictures of the same thing and pick out the best one. Mm, No, for sure. And like the I mean, I feel like I could go on forever about this, but like Polaroids have their own styling color. The shadows hit a certain way. The highlights hit a certain way. You really can't emulate digitally. Right. And even if you do, it's just it doesn't feel the same. It's like the intention, you know, like being able to hand someone a photo of them and like them being able to keep it too. That's another thing that's just so special. But. I feel like that's kind of the way that I feel about like records. It's like, yeah, is it easier to just, you know, Bluetooth something or like just play something like off your phone? Yeah. But like right. buying a record and putting it on like shows like the intent. You really have to think about like right. what you like or like the mood of it. And there's just something, I don't know, something special about having like a physical version of something you know where everything seems to be getting lost to like the ease of digital yep and there's a lot of intention behind a record too like you go over to a friend's house and you see what they have and you can immediately tell like oh shit this is this person's taste because they put a lot of money into it like i can see exactly you kind of have to think it out you know to where like definitely the case these days you know i might like one single song from an artist or like one song from a project to where when i'm gonna buy a vinyl i think it out where i'm like all right, can I listen to this all the way through? Right, totally. Like, are at least, you know, 90% of the songs, like, keepers rather than, yeah, like I said, you know, where people drop one song or a project will drop and there's one song that I like off of it. I'm not going to buy the vinyl of that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Let's talk about what we've been listening to since we're on the topic of, like, vinyl and music in general. Um, my Spotify up. Yeah, while you pull it up, I recently got the Habibi Funk mix from the shop. It's got Ooh. a Yuna... <laughs> on it one of the i think the more popular songs that we play at the shop in general but that's like been on rotation so much for me right now and i feel like just a lot more like stan gets just more like bossa nova classics right now i feel like most of the time i'm listening to music it's at work and just like at the shop you know so i feel like curating the vibe for the shop for the day it's like that's all i really care about right now in terms of music and how i'm like interacting with it especially it's just when I'm working, I want to have the best music I possibly can listen to. Totally. Do you have any one song recommendation for me? Because I'm always trying to find new stuff. Oh, man. You remember that Lil Silva album I sent you? Yep. That's it, right? That, that entire okay. album in general. Okay, bet. Thank you. I'll re-listen to it then. Joel, what you been listening to? Man, you're putting me on the spot. But like you touched on, you know, being here so often and constantly listening to music, it's very easy to get sick of stuff. So, I mean, at least in the shop, you know, I definitely gravitate more towards like instrumentals and mm-hmm. stuff like, you know, like the classes like Cortex or like that Pacific album that we always listen to. 
I've been listening to actually shout out Sam. Sam's one of our coworkers. He runs the August Ox, the music branch of the shop. But he put me on to Purple Posse. It's like a collection of DJs <laughs> yeah. that do different mixes. They use like a lot of three six mafia samples. A lot of shit that I really like. I just feel like it's like really well mixed and they have a huge library. So I've been listening to that a lot lately. Dude, Sam's got the most obscure music Man. library within his mind. Like he just Yeah, no hate to Sam. He'll uh, you know, sometimes he's playing that hard EDM shit and I'm just like, dude, <laughs> right. I cannot focus. This is terrible. But then he'll <laughs> he'll put me onto high. some bangers and I'm like, oh dude, you know, but obviously like... I all love the Sam and his music taste, so he's definitely got an eclectic right. mix. Mm. But you can go up to him and you can talk to him about your like favorite artist and he more than likely will know who that is. Right. Like oh, he'll definitely. know what's going definitely. on with that artist. Yeah. And like yeah. especially his, like, current. Right. An especially. He's an encyclopedia in terms of music. I do sometimes kick Sam, if you're listening to this, I do kick him off sometimes on Ox just because I'm like, man, I can't do that sometimes. I mean, it's hard to check a customer's order when all you hear is bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with music, especially and when we work, we're working not like a high stressful situation, but more like we're kind of always on the go a little bit. So the way we interact with music is like super, super important, honestly. And how we listen to it, it really like sets the tone for the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just yeah, I would say overall, I just like something that's not overly distracting. Right, right. You know, if, if it's a song with lyrics, like it's a good mix where it's not like it's just it's like good background music. Right. And I feel like that's why I feel we've been listening to a lot more foreign music, you know, not only with like Habibi Funk, but like also Cortex a little bit and Stan Getz a little bit more. It's just kind of background music that we don't have to like really pay attention to. Or or I forgot, definitely MF Doom, Special special Herbs is always interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's a classic. That's a very Joel response right there. You love to hear it. Isaac, what do you listen to when you edit then? Like when you're like kind of... That's a great question. Wow. I've never been asked that. Because I edit with music every time. Like, it's the first thing I do is put headphones in. I'm a chronic shuffler. It's a really bad habit. I'm terrible at making playlists. I'll commit to a playlist for like two hours and then I'll stop making it. And there'll be like five, six songs in and I overthink it, get stressed. Recently, I've been listening to a lot of like King Cruel. Mm. He's coming out with a new album. Oh, really? I did not know that. That's sick. I really like love his visual art. So I'm a big fan of when musical artists have awesome album covers and then their like social media presence is really artfully curated as well so i like his discography i think i don't like every single song that he puts out but he's definitely got some hits in there that are on rotation stoned again that's been a song that i've been listening to a lot but like i said i shuffle and one song might be like brazilian jazz and then the next one is like kid (laughs) cuddy my head is all over the place when i edit too Oh, yeah. And shout out French Lo-Fi. The French Lo-Fi. Yeah. Uh, is definitely, definitely a good background music as well in the shop. I mean, Isaac, you talked about kind of like the way visual art from artists. When we, I mean, Joel, when we're working or just like in the shop in general, when people look through vinyl, the ones they pick up are the ones with like, in my opinion, the best visual art. Oh, yeah. You, you know, and there's two, there's like the whole, you know, you, you've seen it before. Where there's people that just display the covers because they are like posters or like pieces of art. And I think it doesn't always have to be like necessarily like the art matches the vibe of the music. It's just like right. catches your attention or, you know, with the amount of albums that have come out, it's like kind of rare to see something that's like super original or where you're like, oh, I have never seen this before. 
But yeah, even, you know, I was joking about like some of those sample records where they just have blank sleeves. And I'm like, I'll buy this, but like this cover is boring, dog. Like, I do not (laughs) want this. Get this out of my collection. Those are for the people that like really know the artists and like really yeah, or like they're for mixing, right? But yeah, no, for me, I'm just like a little kid where I'm like, I don't like this picture. Change the channel. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll see like the MF Doom records, and those are people know, so they'll pick them up all the time. But what are some other like really good visual art records that we've had? Can't think of any. I mean, we didn't have it, but you know, I brought it in obviously for like that hat shoot. I love the Equemini album cover there's a, i can't remember i remember my mom had this cd i'll have to look it up but i think it was a Daft leopard cd and uh, i remember just always remembering the artwork on the front it's like right a picture of what's even the word for it the like the little makeup table where girls get ready with the mirror not a vanity yeah a oh, vanity. It's, it's a yep, vanity yep. it's a vanity, vanity. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, so it's like it a is. vanity with like candles <laughs> and stuff on it the main image of it it looks like a skull Oh, but then if you look closely, it's like a mirrored vanity with like different like products and stuff on it. And I just remember always like being a kid and seeing that CD cover and being like, oh, man, this is tight, you know, but that's yeah, I feel tough. like a lot of that stuff, you know, it, it sticks with you. Yep, right. I feel like as a kid, whatever you look at a lot ends up like kind of forming your artistic taste. Oh, too. absolutely. There's a lot of like nostalgia and like comfort within visual art. That, uh-huh. Like you just feel I don't know, maybe you'll see an album cover similar to that with either a skull or a vanity and something deep within you is like, oh, that's interesting for some reason. You can't Mm -hmm. even put your finger on why. Yeah, you know, and there's things like that that I know of, even outside of like music, where I'm like, this is 100% just feeding into my nostalgia where like, I don't blame somebody else for not liking it because they don't have the tie into it. So right, I would say like, kind of tying that to you, Joel, with your newest hat collection coming out, which was kind of all... The outcast covers. I'm hoping I can say that out loud. I mean, it's pretty... oh no, they're just random color palettes <laughs> on Atlanta Braves hats <laughs> that may or may not be inspired by one of my favorite hip hop groups from Atlanta, ranging from 1994 to about. I guess they were still putting out stuff. I mean, yeah, no, the hats, yeah, the hats, yeah. Do you ever find that? I mean, you've seen people like just genuinely pick them up and like buy them outright without even like asking you what this means or any of that how does that feel for you kind of being on this side that you like designed them all kind of headed this project in general it's super cool i would almost say like surreal to me because i've always loved hats you know i remember even before i worked here you know just being friends with rob and like stopping by the shop i'd always have a fitted on and i was like dude you guys should carry new era and he's like you think so like i don't really see anybody else wearing fitteds aside from you and I think, you know, a lot of it is people that don't get that you can just bend the brim and like right. it doesn't look so goofy. But no, it's like definitely like a full circle moment. Obviously, you know, he had kind of mentioned that maybe we could do like a custom SMU and then it kind of just went by the wayside and I didn't really like want to get my hopes up about it. And then one day it was just like, all right, we can do this. And then not only was it just the first two, you know, then they gave us the green light to just keep going. So super cool to me. And then obviously too, with like, the design process and like the way that they're mocked up it's kind of hard to really get like a grasp of what it's going to be like until you get them in mm-hmm. hand so super cool to me and then also you know it's like obviously the homie supporting feels great but like it's another feeling when somebody that has no clue what it is doesn't know me just sees it and they're generally like oh this is a nice looking like item like i would like to buy this especially picking it over the vast amounts of other hats that they could pick from so it's right. uh definitely a cool feeling and you know i feel like the sets are cool because 
I feel like things are stronger as a set and it probably goes back to me like my completionism or like just loving collecting things. Right. If I want one, I want all the different, you know, like so I feel like they look cool individually but tell like a much stronger story when you have them all together. Right. And then to you, Isaac, like you had the chance to shoot both collections so far. Not the chance. He was kind enough to help me and put his beautiful eye into my project. <laughs> I'm forever grateful for that wonderful human being that is Isaac All right. Westberg. <laughs> Isaac Westberg, you had the beautiful and kindness out of your soul to help Joel shoot the two collections. And you kind of were able to control the way that these were presented, basically, to the mass market. Like, how is that for you? And, and there's three you... now. He shot, he shot all three. You shot all three. He shot all three sets, and he's going to shoot all the rest of them, even if he leaves <laughs> us. Now come out and get him. It would be my honor to shoot them all. Um, what was that? What was that no, like was, for you? I love working with other people. I think that's my favorite thing to do. Right, working in person with friends is like such a privilege. And Joel is an awesome person. He's always treated me so well. He's just a generally like a great person and. a great friend and so when i heard that this was starting and i knew how passionate he was i was just like immediately jumped on my favorite aspect of all three shoots was probably the super eight video that we did we had so much fun joel and i went to milwaukee it's not like super far away or anything but it was still you know extracurricular yeah um, you know we got some chick-fil-a it was a good time told some <laughs> we jokes did. we did had we some did. tears had some laughs it's a <laughs> roller coaster of emotion it really was but yeah no it's been a great time i love helping take Joel's vision a step further and doing the artwork and all that advertisement. So what a beautiful like story for you too. Yeah. Not only that, you know, it's like a lot of times it's, I'm so grateful to have Isaac's help because it's like a lot of times, you know, I can think of something in my head or like, I'm not always sure like what is we're able to do or like how it coincides with coordinating everything. So I'm grateful to have him like spitball ideas as well. And always kind of, you know, obviously our visions on things always kind of align, but even if they don't, you know, he's somebody that I'll always like value their opinion and like their input on things. So super grateful for that. Look at Why? you too. Appreciate Look at you, you too. You guys are so cute. <laughs> Man, we got some more to talk about here. Yeah, hit us with uh, some more questions, bro. Something I wanted to talk about a little bit more is something I think is pretty prominent in the sneaker market, especially right now, is celebrities kind of getting their own shoes and like different iterations of shoes we just saw travis scott in the mac attacks recently i don't know if they've announced that they're coming out but i mean i think most people assume that they're coming out jay balvin is coming with like a jordan 3 right now tiana taylor is coming with a jordan 1 there are so many celebrities coming out with shoes not this year but probably for the further future that we've seen like what do you guys think about that especially from what we've known with like Eminem and his like own special releases are only friends and family and how like famous that shoe became like what do you guys think about just like how many people are in collaborations with sneakers right now Joel you got it you you definitely know more about this topic <sighs> I mean at risk of sounding like a hater I feel like whenever something just becomes more widely available or like more readily doable it just kind of loses its luster or kind of like it's watered down you know I mean, obviously, it's a smart move from Nike and these brands because people are looking to these artists or like influencers for like style and things like more so than athletes. And, you know, they're bigger, might have 
more sway in like selling product. But you know, it used to kind of seem a little bit more special to now where I almost feel like some shoes I'll like it. And you know, like if my views don't align with like the artist or like I necessarily don't listen to their music, I don't want to buy the product because I don't mm. want it to be like that kind of conversation starter. And like I said, it just kind of seems like an unneeded tie-in, not to mention, you know, I've definitely noticed Nike and Jordan brand, they'll do these collaborations, you know, Travis Scott, for example, and then or like Virgil, all you see is like for the next like year, year and a half is them just using aspects from the collab on like mainline releases until you see it so much that you just like definitely can't stand it. Like it becomes like so spoils big the original. That, yeah, it becomes right. so big that like it's just it burns out, you know, it's, it's never going to be a classic. I don't know. Like for people that are getting into shoes now, it just deteriorated how special those original designs were, mm -hmm. you know, for mm -hmm. them to see so many, I don't want to say like copies, but like references, they're just not going to understand how impactful those, what was it? The original like 10. Yeah. Right. And obviously, you know, Nike is a corporation, like they're a business. Their number one goal is to make money, but yeah. it's like at what cost? And like, would they rather just get the quick money? Obviously, Nike's always going to be like a staple, but you know, I feel like I don't know if you guys agree, but more so in like the past year or two, I've seen it more than ever that people are willing to, especially people in the know or like people that have good fashion sense, in my opinion, are willing to stray outside of Nike. Mm -hmm. And you know, obviously, you know, Solomon, Hoka, A6 is killing it to where you used to, you know, it just it'd be Adidas or Nike. Right, right. I'm really interested to see where footwear goes in the future like i'm a person who doesn't wear like you guys know me i don't wear like a ton of new nike products or adidas like i'm wearing a lot of loafers and boots mm -hmm. but a lot of that is just like i want something that's comfortable that i can wear every day and doesn't feel like it's gonna like break like i feel like so many new shoes like last a year right. two years if you wear right. them all the way through right I'm just really interested to see what brands kind of step up and maybe like start taking the reins. I don't know if it's going to be like a thing where it's like Nike. I mean, at the end of the day, Nike and Adidas, it's going to be one and two for no, like for as long as they exist. But what I like to see now is like a lot of people, like you said, Joel, like straight away, man, people like get a Karu and they'll love Karus. There's like people that like are diehard Karu fans and they have, in my opinion, like good fashion sense because right. as we talked about before it's like they have a uniform what i think like a brand like new balance where they kind of stumbled is like they had like a great market there and then they were just trying to do i guess like a little too much oversaturated yeah, yeah, the where they, they flooded the market with it you know right. i know you and i both love the 550 and then all of a sudden when that's the only thing you see people wanting it kind of like ruins it for you like you know like don't get me wrong the 550 is a nice shoe to me still it's just not something i would wear and I feel like that's kind of the same thing Adidas did, you know, with all the boost stuff. It was like they were on top right. of the world and they were like, let's get that quick money rather than, you know, spread it out over time and like keep things kind of limited and like not overdo the colorways. Where I think that they really like messed up is just dumbing down and making cheaper versions of their own right. models where it's like, you know, it's not like gatekeeper or anything, but it's like everything isn't for everybody and like some people like you should be able to like strive for something and be like i want to get this someday you know like that feels good once you're finally able to get it so it's mm -hmm. like yeah. creates like a I think, legacy I know, there, yeah there's, there's nothing wrong the with like having things that are like like that you want to acquire it's not like a bad thing to have in product or like you know life in general 
at the end of the day, like I, you got to understand, like, and I think we all do understand, like, New Balance's position there. Like, they went from in two years from being like this brand that like nobody know, not nobody knows, but nobody right. really wore unless like you've worn them before to basically the hottest shoe brand getting mm-hmm. collabs with another upcoming brand at the time, ALD, and like having all these collaborations. And yep. from there, Shout I mean, out Rob, I remember, I remember before I worked here coming in, you know, and they had, I was in the market for like just the, you know, the standard gray, like 990. 90s, yeah. Before. And I remember them just having them sitting on the wall. I mean, I would always ask, but it was obvious. It was like, you know, just a couple like small sizes left, but still, you know, I think they were marked down like 50% off. No one wanted them. I remember even too, when I got my first pair, you know, I was kind of apprehensive just because it's not like, I don't know. I don't buy things ever with like the intention to sell it. But when you're spending that much money on something, it's nice to know that like if you do get sick of it or like not just a completely diminishing asset, like if you are, mm. you know, you get sick of it in like a year or so, you know, you can still get something back out of it. Like it's not right. Up Definitely. So Definitely. I was kind of like, oh, like if I end up not liking these, like, am I going to be able to like, is it, am I just going to be out the, you know, the hundred eighty right. bucks or whatever it was? You know, the retail is not cheap on those made in USA. General gist in the fashion industry right now, it's like everything almost a lot of brands we see have more diminishing value than like retaining value. Yeah. Is that something you guys kind of agree with that just in general? Yeah. And everything's so poorly made right now. Like people want right. to like crank stuff out so quick. Like if mm-hmm. it is made in USA, I'm willing to pay a lot of money. Like, I don't right. Right. Wrong with that. I guess I'm I've been less interested in shoes as of the past couple of years and more interested in like clothing. Mm-hmm. And I find myself gravitating towards really well-made pair of Levi's or old denim or whatever it might be. And like knowing that it will last a long time, I'm right. way more willing and more excited to purchase. Yeah, item. you know, you can you can fork over the money right. at once or you can buy the same thing 10 times and end up spending right. more. Right. right. But I feel like that's just the nature of the market right now where it's like, you can go on Instagram or any platform of social media and you'll see at least like four people promoting their brand or this new like small little niche trend that like a hundred something people might be following. And it's so easy to just like gravitate towards that because that's what you see. That's what you're exposed to. Everything you take in and you're influenced by something, you know, like right. constantly the amount of ads that we get hit with are just like visual stimulation. Like it's impossible to be like 100% original. And I think a lot of people just like strive too hard to just be outside the norm that like in a way then they end up like their style or even just like person like characteristic traits just end up becoming something that they're not because they're so like unwilling to like shit that other people like kind of a double edged sword, you know. What do you think, Dang. Isaac? I got deep. I did Joel's get deep a little bit. Joel's like, let me psychoanalyze these Drops <laughs> customers real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Drops the mic and walks away. Cool to be original, but you know, it goes back to like I was saying, it's you can really tell when somebody is just comfortable in what they wear. And you know, you'll even see it in just like street fashion. It'll be like a six-year-old dude. And you can tell he just has like the proper proportions of like the fit. And like you can tell that he's just like it fits, you know, like and it's like that's style to me. Right. It's not sure. what you spent on the item. It's, you know, or you, you see like, you know, when it's the, like box logos were huge and shit. People come in with their chest puffed out and it's not because they like the shirt or like they want you to know how much they spent on it. Like they're wearing it for you. They're not wearing it for themselves. Yep. I don't know. I've always thought that's kind of whack. Man, as whack as we think it may be, though, it's like that gets supreme to be supreme at this point. No, you know? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just using that as an example where it's right, like, right. it's just the big, you know, essentials. Like the you're just 
not wearing it because you think it's like a well-made garment or like people are coming in and they're like they're asking like oh let me see if my friend likes this like yeah. and it's like i get it you know like younger kids yeah. you know when you're in like middle school high school like it means the world you like what other people think about you but like right i don't know it's just it's cool to be yourself it's cool to just like like what you like and i feel like is very easily like exuded through like the things that you wear and just like yeah making your own decision i feel like that's also dependent on who maybe who you're surrounding yourself with you know 100 if a lot of your friends are like i definitely wear stuff that i know a lot of my friends wouldn't but and you know they'll they'll poke fun at me sometimes but a lot of the time it's like very genuinely be like do i really like what you're wearing or they'll just a quick compliment and like although they wouldn't wear it you know they yeah. appreciate that they know that i actually enjoy it and right. Right. i feel confident so that they're gonna support me in that and but i i would imagine that if i had friends that were tearing me down you know for wearing right. flares or like small shirts as uh-huh. like not a small person like i probably wouldn't do it like i would just right. wear like you said, essentials or whatever. And obviously, not, like, no you hate, know, it's like but... an outsider looking in. It's like hard to like get across to somebody that it's like, that's not anything that you're doing wrong. It's like somebody else's insecurity where they're like, they're jealous that they can't like do things that they want because they're worried about what other people will say. But 100%, yeah, you know, it's like, I feel like there's a lot of like value in like not only in clothing, but just like life in general, just like finding value in things that are not necessarily for you. Mm-hmm. You can see where somebody's coming from or like, yeah. like see like the you can the see that they there. really enjoy it yeah do you guys have any like people that you look up to in terms of like people that really wear what they want and i don't know maybe it man. inspires you to, to man that's you do your own stuff i feel like that's you if i'm being like straight up honest in my opinion i'll see you like coming in you'll always have some patchwork pants yeah on. Or, you know you'll you'll have something on even like rob will comment on it you know where he's he's got <laughs> you know all this acronym like the money's not an issue when it comes to his closet and he'll be like damn isaac where'd you get that sweater right right and like it looks like a designer piece because like you're comfortable in it and you know how to like how the fit should be and like what to pair it with and you're like oh i got this at the bins this morning for 30 cents like they're talking about that that sweatshirt oh no just heard him say that multiple times or it's just like a lot of things you know it's like it's not about what you spent on it it's like just having the eye to like know what to pair it with and like you know wear it like it's a thousand dollars Right. And I also think that's just like when we were talking about uniforms, like Isaac, you really have like a straight up, like, in my opinion, a uniform that like when I see you wear, I'm like, that's something Isaac would wear. It doesn't come out of like left Mm -hmm. field. I just think that like when we especially me, that's someone that I look up to in terms of like just wears what they like to wear. It's just like you constantly come in with like something that's very evident that is you, you know? Follow Isaac on TikTok. We got to keep this fit talks going. I think he's probably over a year, but we don't even know what day it is anymore. He's probably like on day 100 right now. Not no, he's on like he's this. on like 300, but it's been like two years. We got to finish it up. We got to finish this year up strong. Dude, I really do. I'm so bad at that. I'm I'm so like. Oh, you I'm already so made like, it 10 times further than I would have ever have. I'd be like, yeah, oh, I, I wore the same shirt one time in a month. Like I'm done with this. People already seen this. Luckily, I do have a lot of clothes from going to the bins so much. I actually have way too much clothing, but it's to the point where I I don't have to recycle that often yeah. unless I I feel like I want to whip on that uniform like we were talking about earlier. Man, I'll also, also say 
getting oh, I just a compliment want to say thank from... you really quick. You guys were oh. saying some very nice stuff, and my internet was oh, cutting yeah. out. And I didn't get a chance to say thank you, so I love oh, you both, okay. and I really appreciate the love you. Love ya. Well, you can listen to the episode of what we've been saying, man. <laughs> Just listen I'm back have to, to now. He'll be um, blushing. Yeah, he's blushing I, a little bit. I was a little bit, I'm not gonna lie. Uh-huh. I will say that someone else I really man, when Rob gives you a compliment, like when Rob oh, gives you a compliment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's the validation. Before I worked here a couple of years ago, he he complimented this will probably probably play into another thing we were gonna talk about, but the black and white, the Euro only Vomeros that I had when no one oh, was wearing Vomeros. He was yeah. like, damn, damn, bro. Those shoes are hard. Insert Rob voice. That yeah, that's how you know you voice. made it. This man can get whatever. And then he's like, but it's funny. He's been doing that with the Screaming Eagle crew neck, the August yeah. one. Because he didn't take one in his size. I didn't get one either, man. I'm so I told him 200. I <laughs> 200 bro or best that would be offer. the craziest flip of all time i ain't yeah, taking no flip. load and it'd be crazier too because i got mine for free i think he just gave it to me like it was my birthday flip it back to him dude i ain't letting that thing go though that shit's hard <laughs> that is i think that is one of our best <laughs> shout out august merch dude august that, merch shout out awesome crazy, merch. dude yeah you miss what out is- on something you better check grailed bro i think i'm up to like <laughs> five core logo tees right now dude i got like probably 50 august pieces Honestly, yeah, you like got the August Garden Center cat. Oh, you? dude, I don't have. Well, hey, we're dropping it again. Yeah, I heard that's yeah, what that's happening. Yeah, yeah, you would buy a repro, bro. Yeah, bro. The re- no, yeah. there's, there's a white and green coming. Well, man, I, if you see, I'm buy the one see, off Terry, bro. That's what I was gonna say. If you see Terry, you could just buy his. I might. <laughs> Things been well, gardened in hella. <laughs> Genuine wear. Man, I do love, Thanks. like, I have, like, a section in my room at this point of just, like, all my August merch and, like, all the random, like, pieces we've done. One of the best ones I wish we had, like, on LA Apparel Blanks is the Menard Center. Menard's, like, yeah. Culver's one. Yeah. Been, yeah. yeah. The Menard's tea, definitely. Um, that one was fun to shoot. That was one of my favorite photo shoots. Oh, yeah. That shit was hard. We were lucky with the lighting. There's, like, this, you know, actually, at, at the garden center at the back of Menard's where they sell the plants and all that. They yeah. had like a big retractable door that was open and it was just like sunset and we were just at the right place. And you were like, time. oh, <laughs> Aloy started <laughs> ascending. He was floating. Damn. No, that was captured on camera. <laughs> okay. Well, you were talking about Vomeros. I really do want to talk about that. That has saturated the market like crazy. It has. Like we were talking though, me and Rob were talking today where it's like, Bro, but like honestly, you know, no shade to Nike, but like what else is selling out from Nike? Yeah. That's it's crazy point. that it's this running shoe that I used to get at the Nike outlet and like Marshalls. And now it's selling out at $160. Like I still like the shoe, but like it's just I can't get down with it at that price point. Like it's, you think it's, it's a like, cool like $80 shoe to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Honestly, with a lot of sneaker brands right now, it's like they have one shoe that they're trying to sell. Nike right now, it's basically Vomero's. Adidas, it's Sambas. Asics, it's kind of like the gel lights on his gel, yeah. yeah, the gel yeah. lights. New the, any, any Kiko. Any Kiko collab. Like gel, New Balance is doing like basically 2002 R's like crazy. Like yeah. all these brands, they, they have like a bunch of different shoes, but they only have like one hard hitting thing right now. I mean, it kind of plays back into our talk about like uniform clothing. Yeah. You know, like you, you have something you're like known for, which isn't a bad thing, but it tying back into the Vomeros, I'm not trying to sound like the cool guy, but it's like something about everybody else liking them now. Like I liked when right. we were like, what the fuck are these old nurse shoes? Like, why are you wearing these? 
same thing you know like i remember when i wear like foam posits and stuff like like way back and something about it, it made me like it that it was so ugly and like right. that you didn't see it anything that you see too oftenly repeated is like you're gonna get sick of it no matter how cool it is no matter how great it is you know if Definitely. you woke up every morning and you're at the grand canyon like you're gonna be like what the fuck is this hole in the ground <laughs> i'm over this shit <laughs> like somebody fill this up that's a crazy comparison to tell shoot. me tell me it doesn't work though tell me I'll that wait. is true that is Dude, true I'm, just, I'm shook right now that was beautiful that was like <laughs> i was trying to think of something funny to say after but i was just like that was actually a perfect simile so yeah that is a perfect you gotta like, keep it pg too right <laughs> but i mean like even in general like nike's still trying to push out like different product and it's just not selling like air force ones how many like retro 82 like jewels have you seen but that's still i love them like they're good but it's it's one it's another one of those things where like you know panda dunks like shit like that where it's Obviously, I know we're all over dunks, but it's like one that's a little bit different that I actually kind of like. It doesn't sell. It's right. like people want just that be true to your school color block, like the one color toe cap, like the one color toe box. And it's just I get that it's like easy to wear, but I feel like it just attributes to lazy outfits. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like the nature of it now. Where it's like even some people's uniforms now is just based around what they're seeing. It's not like how you kind of were talking about people will buy things because they think that's what they're sh- they should mm-hmm. wear. Like people mm-hmm. will keep buying buying pandas and keep buying like these one color like dunks because they think that's what they should be wearing. Right. But that's just like going to be the nature of it right now until honestly once something happens, you know, something's going to change. 5 years from now, like the fashion industry is going to be so different than what we're going to be remembering it as. Right. We're all going to wear uh, hospital gowns. I think that's next. That'd be fire. We're all going to wear astronaut suits, bro. <laughs> what is one thing that you guys hope does maybe become a little bit more popular and kind of just like something that you want to see a little bit Being more? Being kind of? to your neighbor. Ooh, just, a, just something like easy. Something so nice. Can't Shout really out. think of anything off top. I would say it's not really like anything that plays into like a trend. It's just like more people willing to go outside of like the norm to like just wear what they're comfortable in. You know, like I, right. I love just like seeing unique outfits. Like I said, that it's like not necessarily something that I would wear. So I'm like, I'm boring at this point. Like I know what I like. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> I love just seeing like somebody be confident in something or like, you know, you can tell like it's like a statement piece. And you can tell that like, you know, they want all the compliments today. Right. What you thinking? Same thing, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Be true to yourself, I guess. I would love to see people just... I don't know. I think like clothing is supplementary to confidence. It's less about the clothing and more about enjoying your day, feeling good about yourself. So whatever does supplement you feeling positive and I don't know, you want to mitigate your insecurities and all that. Not saying that like clothing is the key to mitigating insecurities, but it definitely helps out on certain days. We talked yeah. about too, you know, it's, we all value the vehicle that clothing and like fashion has been to building like stronger relationships and things like outside of like a physical item Mm -hmm. way greater than the clothing itself. You know, it's like, it's a conversation starter and it's like, definitely, you know, it's a stepping stone to just like bigger things and being able, you know, like that just breaks the barrier where you're like, Hey, you know, I like your shirt. And then you're like, Oh, you know, it stems from there where, you know, you figure out what kind of movies somebody likes or just like, their interests and then it like stems from there where you might become best friends and you never talk about clothes again once right i'll also say like clothing has been a vehicle in all of us in like our careers and our work 
at the end of the day, like we all work pretty closely with a piece of cotton or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and we work closely with that, but that just garners opportunities for all of us. And I think we could all kind of agree that like, I think we can all say we love clothing and we love fashion because not only is it something we enjoy, but it is something that we get to work with for a job, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. I don't know. I like talk to Isaac about it where I'm just like, bro, like I'm sick of clothes. Like I don't, and then it's, <laughs> it's like one of those things, you know, where it's like, obviously you guys know, like I've loved sneakers, not since like you can try to like shake it if it, you know, like thinking, oh, this is like, this is just a cool thing to do. Like it's kind of corny, but like, I can't help but like the shit. Like I can't not like it. Bro's right. got a love hate relationship with yeah. clothing. <laughs> He's got a definitely a slightly abusive relationship. Outside. Yeah, I do. Do you have a love hate relationship with it? I mean, I guess. It's more so one of those things where it's like, that's all we're around all day. So no hate to any of the homies, but it's like, bro, the last thing I want to do when I am out of work is like, talk about clothes. Is like hop on a podcast too. and talk about clothing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, I should have stayed clocked in. <laughs> what about can't you? Live I like, with it. Can't live without it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all don't know I'm over here naked right now. <laughs> He's wearing just a dime hoodie. I'm just wearing my camel hat. <laughs> That's I, my favorite new that is a Shout out to Camel, by the way. Mine too. I get compliments. Or I get I like get compliments every still, time bro. I wear it. I like your Menards hat. That's what my friends say. Oof. Try to tear me but then down, it, but too, you know it's, it's kind of like a good way to weed out the lames, bro. When people try to like throw shots at the Camel hat. Right. Like, bro, you're not about it. Like, you right. don't style the shit. Yeah. I'm not going you hunting, see? but if I wanted to, I'd be straight. You see the lighting on this? That I was oh. about to say the lighting's crazy. You got crazy. That is crazy. Going on. That right. baby hits. I mean, none of that you guys see a, right now. That baby is a key. Or that's a good <laughs> brim right there. I sort of got it. Is first thing Joel says to me every time I wear a hat, he's like, "I like the brim. I like the brim. Nice brim. Nice, nice color nice, underneath. Nice and this piece. is a Joel Ben right here, actually. Oh no, you gotta. That thing is coming out. You gotta bend that a little more. Yeah, yeah you I do gotta bend that there, buddy. I need Mine, a mug kind of too. I gotta gotta bend it up a little bit. Well. <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah, Isaac! I just got the Ebbetsfield like soft hat on. Yep, yep. I can do the wave with my my lid, bro. Crazy. Oh, you can like lift. They got it up the good green satin under. Shout yeah, out to shout out Ebbetsfield. That's a Knickerbockers. This one's got the nice little. This is another classic right here. Oh yeah, that's a good. That, I think that's my favorite. Regret it. Obviously, you guys can't see, but he's he's holding up the small A. Definitely not inspired by the uh, Quemini album by Outkast at all. Um, it's just an not Atlanta hat with like a small A on the front, right? Made out nope. of all what nice corduroy with a very nice raised embroidery. <laughs> what was it called? Hat of the year? It was the hat of the year. Oh, they were saying hat of the year. I mean, it's still early in the year, but I mean, me versus me at this point, you know, <laughs> right? It's, it's you versus what yourself. design you make next. Yeah, yes, exactly. Well, that's kind of all I have to talk about. Do you guys have anything else? Anybody have a, I mean, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but anything come to mind for long-term, short-term goal? Ooh, I love that question. Short-term goal, I think, I don't know. I kind of want to do a little spring cleaning. I feel like I have too much stuff right now. We, yeah, yeah, dude, we I work. feel like that's a good spot to start. It's. I feel like it's harder to put together good outfits and like clothing, like things like that, or just like find what you value when you have too many things and it's like yeah. cluttered. It really when is that Marie Kondo where it's like, does this bring you joy? Yes. So there's it, this. It's, it's so true, dude. Like, I'll, I'll like be true. fucking around, like, saying that, but like, I'll pick something up. I'll be like, bro, this brings me no joy, dude. Like, get this shit out of here. <laughs> I just love how Joel gets existential about clothing and teaches oh, life lesson through but he he does. Does. hats and. But I'm the old term. hat. 
Yeah, true, true. I say, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> damn, bro. God damn. Clean your room and fucking turn the lights off, bro. The electric bill's <laughs> high, dude. Long-term goal? Man. I think it's just like... I think I just want to keep on this trajectory. You know? Just keep going. You're I don't a good really lad. To, good lad. Just want to keep it going, you know? Don't really want to stop. You are a good lad, by the way. He Thank is you. a good I lad. I that I didn't Thank add you. into that, but... I met his sure mom and I told her, well, you is a good lad in this Andrew guy. <laughs> Big good little, little guy. Isaac, short and long term? Short term. Just trying to stay off my phone. And that's a good get one. Limber. Yeah. I need to do get more limber. yoga. That's, that's a good one. Sew more. I've been trying to sew more. I've been actually doing that one, though. And long term, I would like to be a financially stable, independent young man who's right. doing his own thing. And I don't know, become a responsible young adult. That's, yes, that's sir. Wow. Yes, sir. All right. Joel, final one. Short, long-term goal. I feel like an idiot for asking you guys and putting you on the spot when I can't really think of anything off top. <laughs> but I would say it kind of feeds into short and long-term together. But it's just, you know, doing a better job of like maintaining relationships with right. people, the friends, you know, just it's a daily thing. You know, life's, life's a juggling act, but it's obviously you always have the friends and the, the fam, all that, that... uh you know, you can not talk for a while and it's just, it's just like you picked up right where you left off. But it's just, you know, yeah, making time, making more time for like people that I value and just like spending more, you know, there's a lot of excuses to like that you're busy and stuff like that. But if you want to make time, you can. So I would say just that, just like maintaining relationships, just being like an honest, genuine person and just, you know, keeping it moving. Wow. We all are in agreement with what Joel says. What did we you do say? A quick was like, round of uh, shout outs, quick. I just want to. Oh, right. We can do a little quick round of shout outs. I just want to shout out Mavis. Oh, shout out Mavis. Shout out Mavis. My niece. She's going to change the, the world. Goat. For... She yes, is going to change the, the world. Goat. Actually, going to change the world. Man, if only people could see like a picture of Mavis right now. Bro, she got a tummy ache right now. I don't want to make me. Make, uh, I say, I'll take that tummy ache in a second. Oh, me too. <laughs> I split it in half. You and me. I swear. Bro, that tummy ache, dude. If I ran up on that tummy ache, bro. Over. Well, thank you guys so much for doing this. I appreciate thank you, you man. guys. Another, Had a good time. This is yeah, good, yeah. Do you guys want to shout yourselves out a little bit? Where can the people find you? I'm not too out there on the social media, I guess. My Instagram is at 2000serene, just the number 2000, S-E-R-E-N-E. Shoot me a little message, you know, ask me what my favorite color is, like if I've seen any good <laughs> movies lately. Dude, you do have really good movie recommendations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Joel By the way, shout out Single movie. Stitch. I want that Sin City shirt they have. <laughs> <laughs> Them boys got out. 100 on that, though, bro. Maybe I'm going to stop telling people to go there, bro. <laughs> 100 bucks for an old t-shirt? Come on. <laughs> shout out, Mitch. Shout out, no, shout out the boys. Scar. Shout out the boys. Lovely. Shout lads. out, Scar. Shout out, Scar. Newest. Shout out, newest Big Rafe. Stitch. Can't forget shout Big Rafe. Rafe. Can't forget Rafe. Isaac. Where can the people find you? Any closing thoughts? Yeah, you can find me at Isaac Westberg for all of my handles, including my daily fit talks. But actually, don't look at those because they're incomplete and cringe. Right. <laughs> Love you both. I appreciate Love your you. time. Love yeah. you too, See man. See you guys tomorrow, probably. Yeah. See you guys tomorrow. Love hope, you guys. I hope you boys have a great, great rest of your evening. Oh, yeah. you too. Sleep tight. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Once again, I'm your host, Andrew, and I want to thank Joel and Isaac for taking the time to speak with me today, and to Sam Walner for creating the music you heard on today's episode. 
This episode was about the status and our perspectives of the current fashion industry. So if you know someone curious about the current state of the industry, share with them this episode. You can find me and the shop on Instagram at Andrew Inamoto and at underscore August shop. And find August located on 414 State Street, Madison, Wisconsin, or on august-shop.com. Once again, thank you for listening to the August Forum.